You're now listening to the Something Good Podcast Network. Please press any key to continue. Fifty-eight. Yeah, that's wild, isn't it? Yeah, forty-eight. Rather, my fault. Yeah, it doesn't matter. It's fucking fucking scary. (laughs) It's fucking scary because I imagine he's gonna look the same for the next ten years. Mm -hmm. Can you smell what the cap is smoking? (laughs) (laughs) That's illegal. Andy, Andy, Andy. he's got that jazz cabbage. And on that note, welcome to this week's edition of the Couch Brotatoes. I'm Alex. This is Cap. And I'm Chris, who hates Boba Fett. <laughs> I thought you like him now. Fuck him. <laughs> Fuck him, that's why. I just want to get the Discord going. <laughs> I, was like, I was like pissing off people in the Discord. Just oh, man. Oh, well, I was going to say, it, this this show will get the fucking Discord going. <laughs> Stanley Kubrick presents Boba Fett. <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> I don't need some esoteric bullshit about a man in a helmet. It's just Boba Fett in the palace the whole fucking time, <laughs> whole fucking time, whole fucking time. <laughs> just talking to himself. Zoom in, zooms out. Fucking quiet periods for no reason. <laughs> They're all hour long episodes. Someone brought a little Apollo thirteen. In the- <laughs> sure, he fucking did. <laughs> Nah, I figure it's time we dig on into the boys. Now, I was I was super late on the game on this one, but eventually I had like two or three friends just being like, "You're going to watch this." Yeah, I was like, <laughs> I was late to the party on this too, and I basically started watching it around the same time you yeah. did. Mm-hmm. Uh, when did you find out about it, Chris? Uh, I watched it when it first came out. Oh, cool! I was a big Garth Ennis fan, and that's with the preacher. And, oh, okay. Yeah, because this was a comic series. Yeah, yeah, I didn't it's realize a dark it was the, comic series like Preacher, and but it said it was the same guy that does Preacher, right? Mm-hmm. And didn't uh, Seth Rogen and uh, his uh, partner Evan whatever do yeah, this series did. too? Yeah, they got they got uh, deep with these two series. Okay, um, I don't know if you get a chance to watch Preacher, but it's that's a fun series. I was gonna say because they produced uh, Preacher as well, right? Mm-hmm. That's a fun series. Trying to find the other guys. That's a one series I would love y'all to watch it. Me just be like geeking out over that one. My brother loved preacher it's so fucking stupid but it's kind of like it's it's dumb and gory but in like a uh, in a fun fucked up way kind of like how if the boys Quentin tarantino is. couldn't make movies he would have made preacher i believe it or this fucking series yeah this dude but it's just weird thinking though about you know seth rogan and evan goldberg is the other guy's yeah. name that they're famous for you know all the judd hilarious Ab- movies yeah, they judd made apatow through, judd apatow exactly yeah but now they're doing really fucking serious uh, comic properties. Yeah, yeah, and this and this one did just kind of catch me by surprise. And honestly, the best synopsis I can give for it is it's kind of a bastardized version of like things you've said, Chris, and a few other things. But honestly, best way of word it is if the Justice League was in real life and completely irredeemable assholes. And like and like just compound on that. It's how we would look at them. Yes, yeah. because everybody they still have like, like they don't show that in the comics or movies or anything. It's like, oh, thank you, Superman. Not, are you going to murder all of us? <laughs> like at any moment where you feel like it, you crazy fuck. God, I hope he's having a good day. I hope yeah. Superman sells iPhones. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like that's what they are. The boys, they're fucking shields. Yeah. No, and that is exactly it because you see the you know in the first episode you see how they have the comic properties and the movies and the franchises and the sponsorships and everything so much is tied to these superheroes so it's like it really was kind of a vibe of what real life with that might kind of look like and it was pretty oh it's capitalized you, yeah oh yeah if, 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 if people like it they're going to sell it mm-hmm. like uh, Queen Maeve's lesbian cheerios yeah <laughs> that comes in season two but yeah still it's it, it, kind they're, of, they're all horribly marketed and yeah it, it all kind of plays on uh or feels like it's poking at say a disney corporation marketing yeah. your favorite heroes out in this oh, day totally. and age too yeah which i kind of fall under both things where it's like yeah i see their point too but at the same token it's like that that wouldn't be around if people just didn't want it 
You yeah. Know? So it's just like, it, who, who are you really pointing the finger at? Are you pointing the finger at Disney or are you pointing it at us? You know? And I also I kind think, of I find it they're... funny that Amazon, one of the largest corporations, allows this whole anti-consumerism type uh, TV show to be broadcasted on their Isn't platform. Isn't that hilarious? I think, I think they put it out at the perfect time. Because hero movies are just knocking it out of the park money wise mm-hmm. like you know, we've talked about it before they're basically printing fucking money oh yeah. yeah so i think now was a great time to put that out yeah because i don't, I don't think it really points the finger at anything really like intentionally mm-hmm. well, um, that's just like a side effect yeah it does say like our idols can be fucking dangerous oh yeah yeah and i do i, I wasn't they pull if I don't know if you noticed it, but they pull a lot more from DC than they do from Marvel. I was going to say, this is a Superman story. Yeah, this is like the Justice League mm-hmm. instead of like the Avengers or anything yeah. like that, or the X-Men. And we're in an era now where the idea of Superman being, you know, the almighty Boy Scout isn't, yeah. you know, enough anymore. No. 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 And it's funny, uh, especially with, you know, all of us here at the table seeing the full series up to this point, one in, uh, seasons one and two. It's interesting how much information they actually really give you in that first episode. Yeah. Because in the first episode, you learn about Compound V. Yeah. Uh, you get the introduction of Starlight. Uh, Huey's girlfriend dies. A train. A train. And at the very end of that episode, which for some reason I watched the first episode like two or three times and I always forget it. But that one is the one where Homelander zaps down the plane. It wasn't the the first episode. With the uh, guy from uh, Baltimore. Yeah, because they were trying to do the uh, bidding price for Nubian Prince. (laughs) I was laughing because... uh, I forget the the girl's name. The um, Starlight? No, the director. Uh, Elizabeth Shue. Yeah, I forget her character's name, but she was like, uh, you know, 200 million or, you know, whatever it was, or 3 million, you know, for Nubian Prince. And he was like... You know, he, he came down a million, whatever the price was. He's like, I, I can sell that. And she goes, no, I'm sorry. I don't think so. We have Atlanta waiting in the wings. And I was like, God damn. Yeah. <laughs> the leader of the New World Order is sweet little Elizabeth Shue. Yeah. Remember but, me and Karate Kid? Yeah. <laughs> Cocktail? Yeah. <laughs> no, I just thought that was pretty crazy in retrospect, just how much information they really gave us oh, in they, that they first kinda, episode. Kind of like, like Preacher, you know, this is a property that's not well known. So we need as much information as possible. And they kind of let you know off the bat, this is not going to be, quote-unquote, fun. Yeah. Um, no, they do that with Starlight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right when out they, the gate. When they hire her. Yeah, she uh, the interaction with the Deep. Yeah. 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 Which just gives the whole, like... Uh, if you want to be here, take one for the, the team old, bullshit. Yeah. The old Hollywood method. Even mm-hmm. Queen Maeve was like, hey, don't let them see, them see that shit. Yeah. Don't, don't, you know... Don't let them see you like tough, this. Bitch. Yeah. Be tough. And, and and that's kind of the... And that's where I think the show kind of does a really good job because, yeah, shows touch on the whole, you know, toxic masculinity and, you know, doing the incorrect ways of stuff. But then you usually have the, the other female that sees it, you know, stands up, you know, for her other girl where all of a sudden they flip that on its head where she's just like, hey, clean yourself up. And, you know, and then just walks away so cold hearted. And, and, and even as a male viewer, it left me sitting here going like... Fuck. Well, like he, yeah, he gets his come up and kind of. Well, like in in you know that level in our world now, mm-hmm. like at the corporate level, it's shut the fuck up. Yeah, yeah. Especially between women. Yeah, it's you know, and, and that's and that's you want to be a star, sad. don't you? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's kind of like the uh, what's the movie with uh, Charlize Theron and uh, Margot Robbie that just came out? Uh, was it Blind Blindsided? Uh, blind Spot? Yeah, Blind Spotted. Yeah, yeah, Spotlight. That's, no. it's something like that yeah it's like fox news yeah but exactly that's it's what it's about fox it's news. about uh yeah fox news and yikes yeah <laughs> it's one of those the voice kind of has that tone <laughs> and and honestly that even though how so much of that was you know kind of you know makes you kind of squirm in your seat it's very uncomfortable to watch at the same time it made for a very compelling and captivating show because not many shows really feel the need or try to run the risk of doing something so graphic like that yeah. on something that they're also trying to do such a mass appeal on. Le- yeah. At least of all, on a uh, superhero show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, it's, and it was also because 
I think because they set it up with that and they call back to it. It's not a constant every episode of some sort of sexual abuse thing. They they lead on and they actually give the gravitas to the situation yeah. kind of thing. It's not just a fleeting moment that happens. And uh, they kind of make every action by all of these characters significant. Like it all leads to something. Yeah, because it even shows like with A-Train after uh, after he runs through Huey's girl, like laughing about it at the club Yeah, after yeah. Uh, uh, Butcher. Yeah, comes into play. Which, by the way, he is my favorite fucking character. And that that may be like you know, oh, everyone's favorite character is Butcher. He's just a good one. He really is. <laughs> it's kind of like a Deadpool in a lot of ways. Yeah, where like nothing can really kill him because he's kind of that you know, uh, that snarky character that ever that yeah. uh is there for comic relief, but also helps move a story along. Yeah, yeah. I uh, my favorite is Frenchie actually. Frenchie, really, really? Frenchie, because he's elaborate of what he does. Oh yeah. Uh, but not that first episode, man. Uh. I love the pull of Simon Pegg. Yes, that right? was great. You got an A-list actor, in my opinion, an A-list actor. Totally. Especially in like fandoms, mm-hmm. like Star Wars and Marvel, to be in your goddamn movie as a lackluster dad. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That, that gets maybe total 30-minute screen time through the whole series. The only, thing I, <laughs> the only thing I could justify this was like Simon Pegg's a big Dennis Quaid fan. Uh, <laughs> and he just wanted an autograph. I was going to say, I think he and Seth Rogen did uh, the movie where... Uh, where Seth Rogen voiced the alien. Paul. Paul. Oh, that shit's fucking hilarious. I only watched it like Simon once. Pegg and Nick yeah. Frost go across the, the process. You ever seen that? No, I, I saw commercials for it. I never oh, watched man. it. Kristen Wiig's in it. Um, oh, that's right. Every, oh, man. Sigourney Weaver. Because uh, it's an alien. <laughs> yeah, it's so fucking good. It's such a good movie. Uh, Jason Bateman's in it. Okay. Yeah. And something else about the series, the soundtrack is fucking oh, amazing punk rock, punk rock and 80s rock and 70s rock all it's over awesome. the place and it's like a uh, deep cut uk shit like yeah. buzzcocks and uh, the yes. damned and god no the clash that, and things like and that like, huey's always wearing like some sort of like david bowie or ramon shirt or some shit yeah. and um god what was uh eminem uh later on was wearing like a Wu-Tang shirt so it's like you know it's just like yeah. fuck yeah it's like everyone's got like yeah. their good that whole second season he's wearing like look at grandpa's uh, t-shirt collection from but, 80s hip hop you know what <laughs> him throwing so much love to the 80s and early 90s hip hop I mean even though I may not be as well versed in it it's like with you playing as much cap I have definitely grown a lot more appreciation for it so even seeing that right next to a Ramon shirt and a Bowie shirt and you know everything else it's just like fuck yes this is cool yeah I think Seth Rogen's a big uh, music nerd because he's in all those Wu-Tang documentaries and all that too because <laughs> actually one of my favorite bits I know we're jumping ahead of season but just talking about soundtrack I think one of the best implementations it was like in the first few episodes of season two uh, Huey gets decked in the face by Butcher yeah. and then Psycho Killer comes on from the talking heads just with Psycho that Psycho Killer yep just that say and it's just like it, and like the slow stand up with like the blood coming out of his nose and like the keys come kind of yeah. coming in right at the right time i'm just like fuck yes but i heard that i thought that's the second best use of that song i've ever heard what was the first for you there's a horror movie called the rise of lizzie vernon mm-hmm. it's basically a freddy and jason all of them are real but they were real people okay who just look who just dressed up and killed kids Okay. And a documentary crew follows him around, and he's explaining how oh, he's doing it. Oh, I remember vaguely hearing about that. I yeah. never watched it, though. But anyway, he's explaining. He's like, yeah, when they turn their back on me, I'm running. Mm-hmm. And then when they turn around, I'm just walking. He's like, <laughs> uh, I nail the window shut. I half cut the tree limbs, blah, blah, blah. Well, at the end of the movie, spoiler alert, he dies. Uh-huh, quote, unquote, quotations. Yeah. And he's in the coroner's office, and then it's just a f- security footage of him. And he goes, dun, 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 dun. Dun, dun. and a psycho killer he gets up he's, he knows oh, how to slow shit. he tells the documentary girl he's like oh yeah I can slow my heart to make people think I'm dead oh that's cool yeah like that's the whole thing it's like oh my god that's what the, like if this was real mm-hmm. if the shit was real it would be psychos who pull some like David Blaine bullshit <laughs> who can slow their heart run fast I have know. to check that one out that that seems I remember hearing it's about it it's such a fucking good movie that, that people have been waiting like almost 20 years for a sequel mm-hmm. and nothing's happened damn hmm. a fucking uh, what's his name uh, Herschel's in it oh from okay from The Walking Dead mm-hmm. and Robert England huh and or Ungland if Ungland. you're a certain <laughs> right person and uh, I think one of the uh, more f- Probably one of the funnier moments in this is because uh, Huey, of, the, of course, at this point, hadn't even 
killed a guy yet. The only blood oh, on no, his hands. Sec. Yeah, he, the only right. blood on his hands is his girlfriend's. Uh, <laughs> but uh, the moment I'm no, loving this, the only blood on his hands are the the hands he's holding. Yes. <laughs> yeah. He got blood in the face. Right. <laughs> I I love the bit where they're in the car after uh, Butcher talks him into um, planting the bug. Yeah, he talks, but he gives him like the whole rundown of how he's to do like, it. You good? He's like, no, 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 I'm not good. <laughs> that there is, are so many steps. Could you please repeat that? Like four or five times. Like we need to go over this like four or five times because all these people can murder me. <laughs> yeah. But the thing was, is like in reality, I'm like really paying attention to what Butcher's saying. He's over talking it like a motherfucker. Yeah. That's all he needed to tell him. He needed to be like, Cap, what you going to do is when you get in there and you see the guy, you just ask, go to the bathroom. All right. Take the little peely off the back. Come back in. Pop it under the desk. Say bye. Get your ass out. That's all he really needed to say. But he's like, now if you look on the back, there is this polyurethane seal. Now you have to peel right. this off, and now you gently. Da, 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 da. Meanwhile, he was just like, wait a minute, say that one more time. Yeah. <laughs> okay, flip it open, flip it close. And uh, and of course, translucent sees that because he's just a fucking creep because he was in the bathroom in the girl's bathroom all the well, fucking he's time. Yeah. He's and that's a callback for Elizabeth Shue because she was in Hollow Man mm-hmm. with Kevin Bacon. Oh, okay. This is a scary movie about an invisible man who's a rapist. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> yeah. And then Translucent follows Huey back to the uh, 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 electronic store. Shit goes down. And I thought it was funny the moment where he actually zaps him literally in the ass. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the whole time it's like, Butcher's like, how did you know that? He's like, oh, his skin, his skin, Jimmy Fallon, his yeah. skin, his skin t- is like a carbonate feeling. Like, it's oh. not, he doesn't go invisible. He's just, it's reflective light. Like, yeah. It's like, oh, well, it took me forever to figure that out. To, dude, the, I hope they did it in one take. Mm-hmm. Putting an invisible body in a trunk <laughs> is some is some like low level improv club bullshit. Right? He's like, give me an idea. Throw a body in the trunk. That's fucked up, but we'll do it. <laughs> we'll see. I'll, I would love to see the behind the scenes on that because I never thought of it until you just now brought it up. Were they miming it? I or think they were fucking miming it. Because or, they're, off, they're off center. Well, I was going to say that. Or did they have like a green screen thing they were holding? And then they could like kind of shop it out maybe? I, I don't, don't know. I don't know, but I could see them like trying. Like, yeah. I could see them like trying to do an improv <laughs> style. Yes. And the director's like just sitting there sweating bullets because it's the pilot episode. And he's just like... God damn it! Like, get, get Jerry in the goddamn green suit. It's just like, all right, fuck what? You're gonna throw him in the fucking truck? You, obviously, you, you don't realize have- now this is gonna cost us an extra two thousand dollars for this fucking scene, as we have to pay fucking Jim back there to fucking yeah. key this shit shit out. And now, now that now that Jim's in the fucking movie. Now we show. got to pay him. Now he's part of the Screen Actors Guild. That's a whole insurance issue. Like, God, God damn, damn it. it. Now, next time, how about you do better at your fucking improv? I'll, can you imagine if they did do that? The one guy who's in the green suit's like, hey, I'm in the boys. Oh, yeah, where are you? All right, there. There's nothing there. You I'm the translucent. Shit. Look, look, they're clearly carrying, you know, their are improv. Are you the invisible man stunt man? <laughs> yeah, that's real fucking impressive. You're the invisible man's stunt man. <laughs> Fuck. You're not getting paid by screen time for this, asshole. <laughs> Yeah, but then uh, rolling into uh, episode two is when we get introduced to um, uh, Frenchie and the rest of the crew. Oh, Frenchie and his girlfriend. Yes, because they drive translucent because Huey... I love the moment where uh, where right as they're getting uh, translucent in the trunk, uh, Butcher's like, all right, well, uh, let's, let's get him in the boot. He's like, excuse me? He's like, let's get the body in the trunk. He goes, well, what is this wee business? He goes, well, you just off the super. He goes... Wait, he's fucking dead? <laughs> yeah, he's great at that. <laughs> yeah, and he had a... And of course, we'll of course talk on this later, but he had a good progression of becoming a hard ass. Yeah. he Especially going back and like finishing season two and then immediately starting season one again, he, he had a good progression. He was still a sad sack, but he wasn't innocent anymore. Yeah. And he never got rid of the sad sack, but he kind of just used the sad sack to become a badass almost. Like, just like, yeah, I'm sad as fuck, but guess what? But like, but like also, time, fuck you. Well, the whole time, it, he, his stress is getting higher yes, and higher. Yes. What happened at the first? His girlfriend died. He saw a superhero go through a motherfucker. That's stressful. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Now he's killing one of them. Mm-hmm. Now he's hooking up with 
Oh, international killers yeah. <laughs> all in the span of a week and all that time his poor old uh dad's sitting here trying to tell him take the money take the money yeah <laughs> which was that that was one of those scenes where i did not expect that yeah. when uh when the dad sat him down and was just like you don't have the fight in you you never yeah. did yeah. and it's just like oh that's kind well, of that, where that, goes, that goes into his like his character development you know because he's a Sad sack. Yeah. yeah. But it just father like son kind of thing. And basically just also going, I'm going to break the cycle. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, stressful. Stressful, <laughs> yeah. I'm meeting a, a gun dealer slash drug dealer for the first time. Yeah. Who happens to be friends with this guy I believe is in the FBI. Mm-hmm. Who may be in the FBI. <laughs> <laughs> kind of, sort of not. No. <laughs> and uh, kind of reviewing episode two here, it seems like the main things that happen in this episode is uh, they start talking about the Mallory files, and yeah. then um, there's Starlight's kind of kind of progression because she beats up two rapists in an alley, I believe. Uh, yeah, th- I do believe that one happens in this episode, and then this is the one where. Um, I just had it a second ago. Shit. This is the one with the senators, ain't it? No, this is the one where. Uh, uh, the plane. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh, I, I think that was, that was episode, episode three. I think oh, that's okay. episode three is the plane. No, uh, episode two, just kind of reading it off here. Uh, Butcher returns to the CIA department, um, basically with a little bit of evidence. Uh, Homelander found evidence uh, uh, that Deep was trying to incriminate him for zapping down the uh, guy's plane. Yeah, let's, right. let's talk about the Deep for a minute. Yeah, let's talk about the Deep. <laughs> The Deep is Aquaman with his shittiness turned to 11. Yes. Well, that's what all these characters are. <laughs> but like, no, 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 no. He, he's a special type of fucking stupid. Oh, just Aquaman's characters because in general. Because he can talk to fish, and he's like, yeah, I sent my boys down there. And the Homelanders this whole time is like, your boys? They're fucking tuna. Tell your goddamn fish. I don't care about char marks on a goddamn aeroplane. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and, and like he's like, what? You know what? What did you find? And they're down pushing. There? They're pushing the deep to like do like the Sea World thing mm-hmm. and all that. And, and I think this is the one where he kidnaps the dolphin. <laughs> <laughs> I, I thought that was season two, but that scene is but that scene is wild. That's the whale. That's fucking that's hilarious. The whale, the whale dies in season two. He yeah. kidnaps a dolphin. Okay, dolphin season one whale. That in the van, those, and he's talking both to of it. Those fucking scenes. Oh, that, yeah. that happens a little later in the series. Yeah, that's, that's when he starts hilarious. declining. <laughs> yeah. So it really seems like the main thing that happened in this episode, though, was uh, they finally find a way to properly kill Translucent because they only shocked his yeah, ass. Yeah, because this episode's called Cherry, I think. Yes. Yeah. yeah, and this is the one where basically they just pack some C four up his ass. Big, well, like <laughs> Chris, Chris, just said, fuck. But the whole time, Frenchie, Frenchie, the whole time is Homelander mm-hmm. realizes he's got to step up and look for translucent because nobody's doing their job. Yeah, no one gives a fuck. And it's very elaborate the way they get rid of him. Like Frenchie had a plan to get mm-hmm. rid of him with that bullet. Yeah, but the whole time Frenchie's like looking up and watching the TV, and he sees a turtle, and that's when he realizes how to kill translucent. Yeah, and I love I love the beginning like. And now it knocks up his stress level even more. Yep. Because now he's getting called a pussy by a guy who's friends with a guy who killed his girlfriend. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, and dude makes it, what, three steps? Three steps. And then, boom. boom. And then it goes to, uh, duh, 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 cherry bomb. <laughs> <Yep>. uh-huh. <laughs> the fucking runaway starts playing. It's awesome. <laughs> and, and I like the... Uh, the symbolism because it's like you knew he was going to press the button because he kept looking over at that poster. Well, he popped his sherry. He popped his murder sherry. <laughs> well, not yeah. just that, but it's like he kept looking over at the poster and uh, oh, there yeah. was that kid with the Clean spaghetti the, yeah. all over the sauce. Keep your hands clean. clean. Yeah. And I'm just like, ooh, he's going to press that button. And he just says, no, fuck that. Because <laughs> uh, I'm just like, you don't show the gun on the and wall, I think, literally, I think, I think and then not fire it. I think it's yeah. funny that he's like, he's looking at that poster of the baby with spaghetti all over, and then he gets covered with. Man. Human spaghetti, man, yeah, man, man meat, <laughs> man flesh, translucent so man flesh. I imagine it was pretty easy to clean up. <laughs> He's invisible. I mean, it kind of <laughs> implies that, doesn't it? The bag is clear. <laughs> yeah, and uh, that that really is all that happened in episode two. It was more or less just a story building yeah. one, kind of getting everyone's stories kind of set more into place. I think this is the one where. 
Did Huey wind up sitting on the park bench with Starlight on this one or the next one? I think it was th- three. It was episode three. Yeah, because okay. this is where this is where, there's a little bit of exposition on some stuff. This mm-hmm. is where because uh, that's when they first meet. Yeah, and it's like he doesn't know. That's what I liked about it. He doesn't know. He she's just the girl he know, he sees. Yep, and, and she's kind because she's a, she's from fucking Kansas. You know, she's just a midwestern girl who. Uh, has experienced city life for the first time. Right. And, and actually it's fucking one, awful. And one more important piece in episode two. This was, this was the piece I was looking for, but for some reason my eyes just couldn't find it again until I went away from it. This is also the introduction to Popclaw. Yeah. That, that's when you find out that A-Train was actually visiting an old super named Popclaw. Mm. And this is, it expands it a little bit. Like, mm-hmm. hey, there's a lot of these people. Yeah, it's not oh, yeah. just these five. Uh, yeah. It's kind yeah. of like a X-Men like that. Because the whole time, like, you've seen that statue in the background where the where the seven are hanging out mm-hmm. and you're like oh why is why is there only six well starlight's taking over for this one called lamplight Lamp we don't know who it is but he's in the statue and you're like wow that's okay so they change out they retire you know blah 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 except for homelander because he's the main one now uh, did they did they ever specify if homelander is immortal or does he actually age he is immortal okay that's like, why he I does thinking. not okay. age because they uh, they talk about like he gets to a certain point and just stops aging. Okay, got like it. Like when he's talking to that old man uh-huh. when he says you're my biggest mistake. Yeah, yeah, there. Okay, <laughs> I, I, I didn't. I felt like they kind of covered that, but I just wasn't sure. I do like like Starlight is one of my favorite characters because mm-hmm. she's a super. And if you know, she her identity is well hidden, even though in in plain clothes and in the super, she looks exactly the same. Yeah, but. You're not suspecting that it's a soup, you know. It's this thin, thin-railed white girl, mm-hmm. blonde hair, who just happens to talk to a stranger on a bench. Yep, yeah. and, and that's what happens here in episode three. So yeah, uh, that and uh, the message butcher sins because mm-hmm. episode three was actually the introduction of uh, Mother's Milk Eminem. Yeah, yep. uh, they learn they themselves now learn about Compound V uh, from A Train's upcoming race. Um, and I think this is the one. Yeah, this is where uh, they get they sneak into Popclaw's apartment. They install the spyware on her computer, in which now they have video feed of her pussy murdering a man. Yes, <laughs> basically face fucking a guy's skull into the ground to pieces. <laughs> yes, they're like we Not saw the that. Way I necessarily want to go out, she, but I mean, because she got a hold of that good stuff. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> turns yeah, out Compound V is like heroin for superheroes. Yeah, it's like heroin and PCP. I, yeah, I love the, I love the lead into it because it was the. Um, it was the uh, landlord looking mm-hmm. for rent, and she's like, and Wait. she's like trying to find his way out of the rent, and and he wasn't even taking it at first. He was just like, uh, I mean, I really just want the money. I yeah. mean, and then yeah. she was just like, well, you know, I'm a super, right? I think I think there's ways we can work around this. And then like literally the next clip is him like in a fucking like burglar. sock face mask, yeah. like going through her drawers, and she's like, stop burglar, and he's like. Oh. Popclaw. The whole time, the whole time, she is junking out. Oh yeah, she is just like basically, like you said, their version of like speed or heroin. Yeah. Isn't it in season one or season two where there's like the focus group of people that had sex with superheroes and their horror stories? I think that's season two. Okay, yeah, but yeah, no, I just I thought that was fucking great. But yeah, but like, this is the this is, you know with the race and everything. This is when Homelander sees Butcher. Mm-hmm. In the crowd, because Butcher, everybody's watching the race. Butcher's looking at fucking mm-hmm. him. Turned around the entire yeah. time. And, I and, think that was a mistake. <laughs> yeah. It, it was a little mistake, but at the same time, it didn't really pay off in a bad way. Like, yeah. like cause it, that's one of those moments, because in rewatching it, I thought about that. I was like, ooh, was that one of the first mistakes he made? That Take that moment out. I feel like everything still happens in the order that it happens. Yeah. So that that was more or less a butcher being like, "I'm coming for you, motherfucker." And I love how he has this like, like angry mentality. He's like, "Yeah, I saw. I was at this van, and guess what? It was lined with zinc. I can't see through zinc. Mm-hmm. Who all knows that? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. And, and who the fuck lines a van with zinc? Right. And, <laughs> and that's what I love. That that was the lead out too. That that was kind of how they ended the episode. And he, that actor, like Cap was saying, I think both on mic and off mic, he is great at just playing that asshole you just really want to punch in the face. So well, he's in another show. Uh, he's in another show that was on Showtime. Uh, Banshee mm-hmm. is about a guy, <laughs> in the most like justified type way, it, 
uh, it's filmed here in Morsel. Oh, okay. Uh, in parts of North Carolina. But uh, he's an ex-con mm-hmm. who is heading to this one place to see his ex-wife. Well, he's in a bar, and the sheriff, the guy that's going to be the new sheriff of the town gets killed in front of him. Mm. So he takes the sheriff's identity because no one knows what this motherfucker looks like. Ah. The story and, and, tombstone, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, but he becomes the sheriff yeah. of this town, and everybody's like, what the fuck? And he's a badass in that show, too. But he's one of those guys who's like, God, I wish someone would just punch him in the fucking face. His name is Anthony Starr with two R's. Yeah, like check out, of, out check out, out of New Zealand. Yeah, check out uh, Ed. He's a top star or extra to- in Auntie Donna. <laughs> yes, <laughs> he's the guy, <laughs> the stray man, the stray man. Hey, look, I caught one. <laughs> but no, I I love I love just his delivery. Exactly what you're saying, Chris, of just that anger with a smile because he has to mm-hmm. because he has to because if he gets angry you're in a world of shit yeah it's like if superman was bit. real he, he would be a sociopath and like yes here, here's the thing like everybody thinks kryptonite is like superman's weakness it is his biggest weakness is not killing mm-hmm. he can't do it he can't go that extra step that's what makes homelander scary because he'll fucking do it he has to try to not kill. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> and it's hard. He, it's, like, it's, like, it's like holding your breath. It's, it's like, hard. It's like if Ted Bundy was Superman. Yeah. Holy <laughs> fuck, yes. Yeah. Holy shit. I can do what I want. <laughs> yeah. And, and yeah, so he was just like, you know, what? who knows? You know, I can't see through zinc. And, and then he was just like, and this, oh, no, it was the uh, briefcase that had translucent skin in it. He mm-hmm. finally found that. And uh, he was, oh, the deep found it. The deep. Oh, yeah. Him and his boys. Yeah, him yeah. and his boys. <laughs> and like the whole time you could tell, like, Homelander's like, shut, shut the fuck up. I'll, I'll kill every fish in the ocean, I swear to God. <laughs> Simply because we may miss it in, like, future episodes. My favorite thing the deep does is... The one time you see him actually get giddy and excited is when he talks about fish. That's the yeah. only time you see him being like a normal person you could maybe relate to because he was like, yeah, me and the boys, these salmon, God, these guys, they know how to fucking party, dude. Let me tell you, this one time, and then Homelander's like, shit. Because well, like they, they, they talk to him like a friend. Yeah. And it's like he's trying to tell his his work colleagues about his friends yeah and they don't want to hear this <laughs> it's just a bunch of fucking fish no them. one cares about talking fish <laughs> i literally could fly through this skyscraper and bring it down with my bare hands <laughs> shut the fuck up <laughs> and, and the part i love about that outro scene with homelander is because he's going through all that with that smile anger smile and then uh i forget i think he was talking to the deep and the uh, the other girl that was in the room and he was just like um they're like, well, who who's smart enough to do all this? He was like, no, 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 or, or oh no, he's like, I'm, we're dealing with someone very smart. He goes, we're, we, he's not trying to hide this from me. This is a message. He's like, they wanted me to find this. They're like, well, how do you know? And he opens it up, and then there's a message inside that briefcase that says, "I'm coming for you," yeah. which basically just kind of showed. It, and I, I wonder if that kind of thing is probably what brings down a superhero's mentality the most. Not them thinking, ooh, you know, I figured you out. You can't hide something from me. But getting to that point and then seeing the message. So it's like the person knows, okay, I know you're going to find this. So yeah. when you do, here you go. Yeah. I'm sure with like a narcissistic mind like that, it's like, like, that's oh, that's like annoying. a regular move. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. The Riddler would do that. He, yeah. he, he fucks some shit up and leave a message because. Oh, you're smart enough to find this. Yeah. You're not stupid. That's how it gets under your skin. Yeah, you're not stupid. You're fucking dangerous. Mm-hmm. I know you're not stupid. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, Homelander's a lot of things. He ain't but stupid. he ain't a fucking Nazi. <laughs> <laughs> and, and like we said in the beginning of Taunt about episode three, yeah, uh, Huey and Starlight wind up talking together, each other on the bench. And I love that exchange because... Um, you know, he was just like, you know, hey, I, I noticed that, you know, is everything okay? You know, yeah. he was like, you know, personal or work well, he, related. Like, she's she, like, work, yeah, you she's, know. But, but she's, she's bred for this. Mm-hmm. Okay. And she's all, all everybody talks, talks to her knowing that she's a superhero. And he's talking to her like a person, which has yeah. never happened. Mm-hmm. Right. It, like almost never happened in this girl. So she loves it. Yeah. And that's what I think it really shows the dynamic of the other heroes because you get a little snippet of one liner like hey like after the whole rapist thing in the alley mm-hmm. Homelander and Queen Maeve they don't have that Mm-mm. they don't like the deep doesn't have that like the people that are part of the seven 
their identities, their alter identities are gone. Yeah. They because, are what the marketing team yeah, decides. Because like, and he's like kind of like one line dialogues are ass. He's like, look, I got rid of mine years ago. Mm-hmm. And I could only imagine what that motherfucker was like. <laughs> <laughs> Just trying to Homelander. I could, Watching Homelander walk looks uncomfortable. Okay, <laughs> because he could like he could like be he's like an F twenty two dude. He could just be there, and like can you imagine him just trying to like stroll like a peasant to like the bathroom and not like boom <laughs> because everything is beneath him. Yeah. Oh, I bro, I gotta I gotta go. You know, mm. use the bathroom. He doesn't use the bathroom. He goes fucking thirty five hundred feet in the air and pisses. <laughs> I can do what I want. I can do whatever. He I finds whoever I want. he feels like pissing on and just. <laughs> Dude can't have sex unless you murder. Yeah, <laughs> and, and chosen I, sung a song about it. <laughs> <laughs> Got to have sex before you murder. <laughs> unless there's breast milk, yes. then he's fine. <laughs> yeah, we, we we definitely devolve when it comes to the. And I like uh, uh, right, so. This is what I'm favorite thing about watching you watch it. Yeah, and yeah. seeing my reaction. He, yeah. Because I'm like, because at the end of uh, episode one, mm-hmm. they're throwing him in the trunk, and we're watching episode two, blood everywhere. And then we get to episode three, and you're like, Jesus Christ. I'm like, and the whole time, I'm like, it's going to get so much fucking like, worse. <laughs> <laughs> the whole time, because they, they went up themselves constantly. And even in season two. Yeah. <laughs> There's been like, I've yelled audibly on numerous occasions watching this going this fucking show Show, i literally heard that like i've heard him just watching it upstairs and i've just heard like and i'm just out of blue i hear jeez (laughs) it's one that's what i want i want i want a i want a a t-shirt that says the boys and then the tagline is this fucking show (laughs) there's just a lot of moments where you're just like there's just so many moments just with homelander alone where you're just like no i don't don't don't, do this stop (laughs) the whole time he has that presence of i could kill you I'm choosing not to. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I could do whatever I want with Again, you. He has to try to not kill yeah. you. Yeah, and that's that's the hilarious thing about superheroes. Like, you know, Superman is this golden boy. It's like, no motherfucker. He's like, I can go Mortal Kombat style Superman on you. Superman <laughs> isn't his alter ego. Clark Kent is. If he wants to look weak, he wants to look like the peasants he's guarding. Mm-hmm. He looks like Clark Kent, a pussy. And no, actually, you, you're <laughs> yeah. saying that made me think back on something. In episode one, Butcher, when he was giving uh, Huey the rundown on you know all the supers, he goes, what about Homelander? He goes, ah, Homelander's a squeaky clean. He doesn't do anything. Yeah, Boy Scout. Yeah. But at that point, Butcher knew that Homelander had something to do with his wife. He's, trying to hold, he's, he's saving face with... Huey, mm-hmm. he's like, no, no, no. We're going after A Train because A Train ruined your life. Oh, okay. they're all terrible except for Homelander. He's the last beacon, and then it's a trick to get Huey a little bit further in. Okay, I get it now. Yeah. I get it now. It's like if a, it's, it's uh, also just to keep him focused. Yeah, it's also <laughs> yeah. like a distracting light kind of thing. And also, like, like oh it, no, 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 over here, over here, over here. Mm-hmm. Don't look at the vicious dog that's going to rip your fucking head off. <laughs> no, 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 I need you over here. And the yeah. public doesn't know about you know any any. Uh, well, of course not. They, they no, cover it the up. PR companies. Yeah. Shit. Yeah, sign it off. They do that in episode one. You know, hey, sorry about your uh, girl. This is just a standard non-disclosure agreement. Uh, you take the cash and just don't fucking talk. Well, like the whole the whole uh, thing with uh, Queen May uh, and Homelander when they get uh, the hostage situation. Oh, that's in this episode. So yeah, yeah let's go ahead yeah. and get to that, actually. Um, so following uh, Pop Claw's tip, uh, the boys uh, wind up uh, going and finding the Japanese woman, which they call the female. Yeah, Kamiko. Mm-hmm. Yep. Kamiko. And uh, when you find the best out, Scooby-Doo character. <laughs> <laughs> when you find out about uh, uh, super terrorists. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then uh, A-Train has a pop claw going to hiding. And then while all of this is going on... Yeah, she's in Cuba. Yes. Then while this is going on, Queen Maeve and Homelander get called to basically rescue a plane. Yeah. Like they or or wait a minute, there was a dispute. I feel like it was a situation. Well, of, there was two, there was two things. That, there was a whole thing that happened. The the senator mm-hmm. who was going to put was going to push away soups from the government mm-hmm. from the from the army. Uh, and while that conversation was going on, Homelander and Maeve go to a hostage situation. And this is really like you know we talk about the plane a yeah. lot, but this this situation is the dynamic that's scary. Yeah, oh, the guy's yeah. got a gun and. It's a pre it's it's a precursor and a setup for what Homelander is really like. Mm-hmm. 
he's powers first every fucking time. Yeah. He takes a shotgun to kill a fly. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. he's, he's going extreme every fucking go. What does he do? Guy sees Homelander, basically gives up. Mm-hmm. Nope. I'm ripping his heart out. Yep. And I'm turning it. And Queen Maeve, you know, who's just along for the ride, really? Along, not, yeah, just a bit like dazed on him. She's like, oh, it's just another day at work. Yeah. A man just got his heart ripped out by a superhuman. And she's like, that was my caller. Like, she was more mad at the fact that she she was supposed to catch him and mm-hmm. parade him along. And he's like, well, click on her feet. And he, like, shoots her with that fucking AR-15. Yep. And he's like, she's like, the things I let you do to me. And it's like, that's when you find out, oh, they were fucking. Yeah. yeah. And that would be scary. <laughs> like the Wonder Woman Superman fucking. Uh-huh. Because that... They're destroying foundations. They <laughs> <laughs> kind of alluded that on another th- with another uh, partner in the season two. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. No, and, and but then I, you, you, talk, you go to the plane. That, oh yeah, that was that was. A, well, I, well, I was going to talk about your hostage situation. The other interesting dynamic on that one was them just kind of strolling up to the scene, and then him you're just being, the real heroes. Uh huh. And then he's like, you. and then he's like, so so which which number is he on? And he's like, yeah, thirty-one. But, yeah, yeah and then Maeve takes the elevator, and Homelander's just like literally just chilling there, just waiting. Yeah, and then they're just like slowly strolling up, stand right next to the door. You're still hearing gunshots going off and people screaming, like getting hit and everything else, and they're just da 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 da. da. All right, yada yada, blah blah. Because right, to them, ready? Because to them, it's not about saving lives. It's mm-hmm. about a job. You know? It is to them. To them, killing hostage takers and terrorists and bad guys is like. Working at a gas station, putting Doritos on the shelf. Yeah. Yeah. And then now fast forward Basically. to the fucking plane. Jesus, fuck. And no My matter- name's Homelander, not Plane Lander, goddammit. <laughs> that kind of like sets the tone for him for the rest of the series. Just Oh, I think the tone was set for him in episode fucking one. You will back the fuck one. up or I will laser all of you. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah, though. I think that was just a defining moment for that yeah. just going forward, yeah. too. Yeah, that that whole thing. And the... And the because you and see the him do it with is, innocence, too. Absolutely. And the problem is, not only is Homelander wrong in the scenario, he's also right. Yeah, he can't save that plane. Nothing really can be done. Because His attitude about it is what's it's horrible. Just, oh, he's yeah. nonchalant about letting people Yeah, die. but mm-hmm. the problem is, is when you do really step back in the scenario and think about it in their world rules, you're like... He kind of becomes. Fuck! What can they do? Because he fucked up by lasering the fucking console. Because because like, he's quick on the trigger. Quick on the trigger, and exactly what Chris said. Fucking uses Over-react. a laser, fucking uh, for a gnat. Yeah, he became a uh, Marlon Brando's character in Apocalypse Now at yeah. that moment. Mm-hmm. We injected all the kids with compound fear. Yeah, so it's like not. Yeah. Only, so, so it's like not only did he wind up uh, zapping the terrorist, the terrorist wound up killing the pilot in the same time, and yeah. he fucking zapped the control board. So yeah, he just fucked. screwed all three at the and exact I love, same I love, time. I love they do that one thing that's like, what, what, can't you just get in front of the plane and hold it against what, bitch? Like, mm-hmm. yeah. This is literally a flying brick right now. I mean, yeah. We're done. <laughs> we have fake mission. Failed. Yeah. Oh, and, he, and when he calls that one out, he's like, "Mission failed. Let's go." And he's it's like, like "People, stay calm. We're gonna go." Oh my god, they're leaving us. No, no, no. Everything's fine. And even and even the line of you know, let's just please take her. Why? Wow, so we can, so they can live and tell everyone else that they we let them die. It's like. Yeah. Fuck, he's even right there. God damn it, I don't want him to be right. Fuck. <laughs> yeah, but then at the end of it, he's just like telling the uh, passengers, like, I said, stay the fuck down, getting ready mm-hmm. to blast him. Yeah. Um, and the whole crash, you know. And they're on the beach. Yeah. They're on the beach with the NTSB and all mm-hmm. the other. And it's like, you're the real heroes again. But he also goes a step farther. He's mm-hmm. like, but we will avenge this shit. Oh, and then he goes, but... If we had been, you know, if oh we, yeah, if we had been called sooner, uh huh, that's what we're here for to exactly. save people. And it spun it, it immediately. Oh, yeah, he, he did it perfectly mm-hmm. because Just like of, any fucking good the episode, politician. The episode earlier, Elizabeth Shue's like, he didn't have to kill the governor of Baltimore, or the governor of Mass, uh, Maryland. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah, because she didn't know he did it at first. Yeah. She's like, you. He's like, yeah, ha ha. He's like, kind of holding his hands out, like ta da. She's like, oh god damn it. <laughs> yeah, he's like a dog. God yeah. damn it. Yeah, come Basically. home. Your fucking remote controls ate up the fuck up. <laughs> God damn it! And his reward, titty milk. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And uh, it is Elizabeth Shoe though. 
<laughs> just like Puff Daddy. Go out Cambodia and get me some breast milk. <laughs> I need you to go to Little Cambodia yeah. and find me a Cambodian woman. <laughs> get me some breast milk. <laughs> mm, that's 100% Cambodian. <laughs> yeah, and that's basically how they kind of wrap up that episode is with the uh, the Homelander speech. And, you know, and, and it's the one moment we actually see a little bit of humanity from Queen Maeve because she didn't handle it well. And, no, and I think that's actually what kind of put her back on her drinking, wasn't it? Well, also, also with this, you know, it's the same episode with the A Train. Mm-hmm. Um, this is where Huey realizes she's a superhero, mm-hmm. and he he asks her out, which is they go to know, the bowling alley. Yeah, and it works. And the whole time she's like under showing her powers because she has super strength too. Mm-hmm. Um, all of these superheroes have more than one power. Yep, and it's kind of weird. That makes you think that compound B just makes people invincible, right? <laughs> at, the, at the at the base level, yeah. Oh, what's 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 everybody? Oh no no no! Uh, you're super strong, and they're all super fast. Yeah. And I want to say this is the episode where they have the baby with the laser eyes. I think so. I think that's a little later. No, that's early, man. You sure? Yeah, because they got because they got to get this the, is only episode remember, four. Because she did that woman that CIA. That CIA woman's like, hey, I need you to get a sample of this shit, mm-hmm. and they break it to the hospital because. What's her name? Popclaw tells them where they've been getting it. Yeah, you're right. I guess that would be this episode. Yeah, but that regardless, that scene is fucking great where he's like holding the fucking baby, just laser eye and fucking people. Uh-huh. <laughs> I like when he tells the baby when he puts the baby, he's like, be good or I'll kill you. <laughs> he's like, don't be a cunt. Yeah, I'll don't kill you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then episode five is the Believe Expo. Oh, oh yeah, because Starlight's kind of like a uh, Christian uh, rock character. Yeah, she's an evangelical. Uh, yep. But this is where Butcher forces Huey to do something he really doesn't want to do. Actually, no, I'm so sorry. Actually, this is the episode. A little bit later on, it says, in a hospital, Butcher and M.M. discover Vaught is using Compound yep. V on infants. So yep. that's when they do it. Yeah, so it's this episode. Yeah, they're not born. They're made. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, and the Ezekiel character too, the one we found out the was the, uh, the the middle of the the meat in the middle of the man sandwich. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, but, okay, so this is I, I love this episode because it's what's wrong with Christianity. Absolutely, <laughs> bunch of fucking assholes mm-hmm. who are doing the opposite of what they're supposed to be fucking doing. Uh, but the whole time he's with her, she's he's sticking with her, you know, blah blah mm-hmm. blah, and he. He's like, hey, I need you to ask the girl for some tickets, mm-hmm. and it kind of fucks her up a little bit. Like you're, like she's being used, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and she's already been used once in a fucked up way. And I love Huey out the gate. Talks to the you know Stretch Armstrong, whatever his mm-hmm. fucking name is, and, uh, like, hey, or but before this, uh, he wants a Homelander. Friend into Homelander. Homelander's a Christian. Uh huh. <laughs> No, he's a god. Yeah, he, <laughs> yeah, he is god. He doesn't worship a goddamn thing. Okay, <laughs> he just goes to church. He just goes to church sometimes. To be <laughs> he's, he's the god. He's the deity. Okay. <laughs> well, he starts pulling that shit by like levitating and crap. Yeah, uh, but you see some other soups there too, like that angel chick. Mm-hmm. But uh, I love the you know Huey and Homelander first meet up, and what does Homelander do? Tries to drown him. Yeah, because he can. Mm-hmm. He's like, oh, you're fucking with one of my employees. I need to let you know something. I can do whatever I want. <laughs> yeah, this goes back to that. And yeah. like Huey's legitimately scared, and he fucking should be. Mm-hmm. One thing, another thing I like about uh, that guy's performance is that uh, in scenes like that, we'll just uh, put on the face, you know, smiles, mm-hmm. and uh, hey, everybody, just immediately to, all right, we're gonna fucking kill him. <laughs> yeah. uh, no, it just it's exactly what you said, man. That A B face within an mm-hmm. instant, just yeah. Yep. yep. It's like, ooh, god damn it. And also like uh like Huey, like right after that, is talking to another superhero, another soup. And the dialogue he has to pull off the whole, oh, you fucked me. It's <laughs> like how how many times they had to do that take with like <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> I like the um I like the bit where um Huey is now run off to think to talk to Ezekiel and Butcher's walking around and he's, and he's talking oh, to he's that one guy. With dude. He's, like, he's like, God's, God's a, cunt. a cunt. He's like, did you just call God a cunt? Yeah, he created leukemia. <laughs> yeah. like, think about it. The man's up there. He's creating all these viruses and stuff. Blah, blah, blah. I, did see, I did see like a meme a while back and it was uh, God dies for two minutes, goes to heaven, comes back and says, huh, God is right about the leukemia. <laughs> I was like, well, I 
fuck? <laughs> it's just like a meme. <laughs> or like paralyzed kid asked God for uh, uh, to be unparalyzed. God says no. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, this is also the one. So um, midway through, the, basically Starlight has been getting really fucking annoyed by being told what to say and well, what to do by changed. every fucking person. The, mes- the message has changed to like an anti-homosexual mm-hmm. thing. And that's that's... Hardliners are pushing that hard. Oh yeah, and, and, even, time, and even when they ask, when the one girl asked her, she's like, uh, "Do you have a boyfriend? Have you ever had premarital sex with them?" She was about to go into a what I thought was going to sound like a very political and clinical, clean way of just kind of going like safe sex. Yeah, yeah. yeah, basically just being like, "Hey, if you really love the person, yeah, in a perfect world we would wait, but you know what? That's we don't live in that world, so Monogamy's just be safe." And, yeah. like, and like that, you know, internal pastors like looking at her, giving her like the wide-eyed her smile. The yeah, <laughs> it's all—it's the wide-eyed smile every and parent like, has given their kid of like, shut up. And I know, I, you know, I know she's you know the hard you know down with the hard line. But if I was raised to be a superhero, keep in mind she doesn't know she's made. Mm-hmm. She thinks she's God-given talent. Yeah. Who the fuck is this guy to tell her what the fuck she could say? Right? At any time, God's light showed on me, motherfucker. <laughs> I am the preacher. Although, yeah. the, although the entire said, time... you. She's made you mortal. She's been used to Vought basically this entire yeah. time, beating her down, telling her exactly yeah. what to say. So this next person is just one other person but to do whole, it to but her. But the whole, like, man... Like, but she's you know, also psychologically the, being a superhero is fucking terrible. Oh, right? She's also the only one that's you know truly innocent as far as you know getting involved and mm-hmm. helping people and not yeah. killing anybody or anything but like that's that. That's when she gets up on stage and basically calls out the deep. Yeah, yeah. she goes off script. She basically calls him out all but name essentially. And he's sitting there watching it like fuck. Uh, like like he's just clicking through the TV, sees her, and then she's like starts up, and he that's one of the one comical moments uh, you have in that moment. She's he's just like huh. And he's like just eating chips and then uh oh <laughs> before they put him through the surreal life uh yeah. <laughs> ph1 reality show yeah. uh, limbo but uh and the huey goes back to her at the end mm-hmm. and he's like look that's some serious shit and that's i think that helped it did yeah absolutely and it says uh in the wikipedia here rounding it out is when uh they run off to the hospital they uh they find the infant use the laser eyes fucking dude i love that scene so much and then uh they discover black noir is looking for frenchy yep and uh and basically said uh, is told to leave the female behind but releases her eyes sympathy she seemingly dies protecting him from black noir that is a brutal fucking fight because you can tell black noir is like oh i got somebody almost on my level Uh uh-huh all right bitch this will be fun and he rips a fucking gash into her like Uh bone deep from rib to fucking sternum god Damn, I like first time watching them. Like, well, fuck, he killed her, mm-hmm. <laughs> like, and he's just like pure evil, yeah. <laughs> or like just pure darkness. Yeah, and then that's when Frenchie runs back over to her, and then those when the wounds heal, and you're just like, oh, she's shit. a Wolverine. She's, she's a Wolverine. fucking Wolverine, is what this yeah. bitch is. Mm-hmm. All right, she's gonna fuck some shit up. I later. do like, I do like it. The memes from these shows mm-hmm. are so good because, uh, in the next episode, it's yep. uh, episode the ne- six, the innocence. In the next episode, Homelander has to talk to the deep. Mm-hmm. And he pulls a Bane from The Dark Knight Rises, mm-hmm. where he basically puts his hand on that fucking dude's shoulder. He's like, you fuck up. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and that's where be- there's a meme of like uh, the Homelander and everyone's around the table. Mm-hmm. And he's like, all of you guys are fucking up. Then Black Noir's sitting there eating yogurt. And he's like, except for you. You're a beautiful yeah. sunfish. Yeah. <laughs> so you're crushing it, Black Noir. You're crushing it, bro. I love you. And he's like, he's like, you're crushing it, and I love you. <laughs> you're a true blue dark motherfucker. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, he is the minority character, right? <laughs> and, and actually, yeah, you do find out that Black Noir actually is black. <laughs> we yeah. find that out in the second season. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, I wound up hitting the back button on these fucking crispy. <laughs> yeah. Yep, I, I'm actually really curious about um, his backstory. He's kind well, of, in the comics, he's supposed to be able. He's he's a contingency. Oh, okay. to kill Homelander. 
And then, uh, so episode six, it says, Now informed, the boys know Vaught have been using super charities to smuggle Comvalvin V, disguised as vaccines to make the super babies ever since 1971. And uh, with Ashley fired, Stillwell demands Annie comply with her uh, designed image, but she refused, remarking that uh, firing her after that reporting a sexual assault would hurt Vaught's image. So yeah, they just kind of start really going back into the... This episode was more the character building, not as much exposition yes a lot more exposition um because this is when butcher tells uh rainer to uh uh to target homelander and she refuses he calls off the deal and um mesmer uh checks out the surveillance fair oh yeah that's when uh mesmer gives uh yeah yeah, he basically just tells um rats everyone out yeah he's right fucker i I was wondering who that was it's like you look familiar and you're were famous when you were a kid he has a baby face on a fat man's body yes (laughs) yeah so not much happens on that one and uh Basically, episode seven is when uh, Huey and Annie have sex in a hotel. And that's basically where they immediately kick it off. Yeah. <laughs> and Butcher's like, you fucked her. <laughs> you fucked her, didn't you? <laughs> I would have been like, hey, she didn't break my fucking pelvis. So I'm like, All right, doing better than that fucking landlord, ain't I? <laughs> <laughs> you fucked a soup. <laughs> and, th- and is this the one where they I love uh, their go to the... Uh, terms for- Superheroes, just a soup. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But is this the one where they go to the fucking uh, uh, focus group? Yeah, I think. No. Uh, no, I think that's in season two. Okay. And, um, but no, this is the one where, uh, they, everyone's holding a meeting uh, discussing uh, Huey killing Translucent, uh, extorting Ezekiel, A-Train killing Robin. Homelander then accuses Starlight of the co-conspiracy. So this is when everything starts, yeah, all the shit hits yeah, the fucking fan. Because she's going south because she joined. Mm-hmm. At right, right when she joined. So yep. Yep. And Homelander just feels like he's got everything figured out. And he's just like, and it's you. Yeah. You are the one that's doing this. And she's like losing her fucking mind because Huey's been lying to her the whole time. She has no fucking clue what's happening. She's yeah. like, Homelander can kill my ass anytime, anywhere, too. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and at this point, this is when Homelander is kind of getting a little bit more curious about his past. Since he's yeah. hearing a little bit more about Compound V and is kind of bringing up memories. And uh, this is when the uh, he winds up uh, showing up to Vogelbaum's house. Yeah, and that's the uh, that was his dad, right? No, wait, Vogelbaum is uh, what's his nuts? The scientist. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, the but, but that's it, still what he called Homelander his greatest failure. Yeah, and, the, and it's like God, I know, I that. know it. That doc, that bit of dialogue between at, them is brutal. And like at no point does he give a fuck about telling him that. Mm-hmm. And all I could think of when I first watched it I was like. He's gonna fly off, do a whole bunch of combat on V, and like decimate a country. Yeah, <laughs> like in like five minutes. <laughs> and uh, I think this is also the one where uh, we discover a little bit more about Becca because they've been kind of talking about her a little bit throughout the season. But I think this is the one where you find out that Homelander basically did rape her, and then come to find out she was pregnant. Yeah, had a kid, and Homelander didn't know either. Homelander didn't know. Everyone kept telling him that uh, the child died at birth. Or like died, you know, on the table, you know, yeah. this, that, and the other, and that, and that's what Vogelbaum had told him that and, uh, night. Becca had just says something real terif- terrifying after she finds out that he knows, where she's just like, um, uh, "What did she say? Uh, I know it's going to come to me." <laughs> uh, that Homelander uh, will not let this go, and he will uh, continue to uh, visit me until. Oh, uh, that's season two. Uh, yeah. Season two. Yeah. Yeah. That that's after everything comes all to play. No, this is when they find out that Becca was raped. Yeah. <laughs> that's essentially all this is called. That's all they find out in season one, bro. Uh, okay. Until the very end. Um, I watched it all like at yeah, once too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, You're like, uh, I'm already on the roller coaster. Might as well watch it, watch it twice. Basically. Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but no, so yeah, this is the one where he finds out that, um, well, Vogelbaum had told him that the child had died during birth. And then he visited the blonde haired lady later on that night. I forget her name again. Yeah. And then she said it was a miscarriage. And that's when he realized, because he was just telling her, he's like, no more secrets, right? Oh, yeah, no more secrets with us. Goes to Elizabeth Shoes place, just, you know, uh-huh. she's already got the breast milk ready for yeah, him. basically. <laughs> yeah, and that's when he was like, no more secrets, right? And she's like, oh, I should have told you about your child, this, that, and the other. He's, he's like, just, yeah, and, you probably should have. And then as soon as she was like, you know, it was a miscarriage. He was just like, and that's when you see him like staring into the camera, because he's just like, fuck, she lied to me one more fucking time because it wasn't a miscarriage the child died during 
birth. Yeah. And that's a different clinical term oh, yeah. that they would have used. Miscarriage is, oh, she's just walking around with a baby. Uh-oh, something happened. Yeah. You know, so it's like he knew right then. He was just like, fuck, that is not the same outcome. So that was his uh, his uh, only person he cared about. Yeah, yeah, that was a script tonight. And that's what Butcher was slowly figuring out, too. He was like, okay, this girl, that's who... That's his weakness. Mm-hmm. But as it turns out... Not quite so much. Because, yeah, uh, essentially that's really all that happens in 7. And then episode 8 is the final episode of the season. And it's when everything fucking hits the goddamn fan. It still just gets so much worse. Oh, my God. Yeah. So, basically, at this point... He, uh, Butcher feels like he's provided uh, the CIA and the government everything they need with Compound V, all this evidence, all this other crap, and then sure enough, it shit gets flipped on them, and now they're wanted for yeah. giving the information. Yeah, yeah and also... Uh, well, basically, they, they did commit industrial espionage. Yeah. Yeah, but... The only, thing is, like, the only thing about industrial espionage is usually you work for another industry. <laughs> Not yourself. <laughs> or the same team. Not trying to kill employees of another industry. <laughs> <laughs> and, um... And essentially, just a whole bunch of back and forth uh, happens with Stillwell. Um, and he warns Huey about Butcher um, uh, for vengeance and this, that other big back and forth. But we all know what the big lead up to this is. Yeah. yeah. Is Butcher... Getting the Elizabeth Chu character, <laughs> tying her ass up with a bunch of fucking dynamite in her house and just waiting for Homelander to show up because yeah. he knows that's what's going to get that motherfucker because he just knows in the back of his head that Homelander killed Becca. But he killed Becca and now he's going to basically kill the one thing Homelander loves. But then like you're so excited, you're kind of excited about it going into it, but then Homelander shows up with Elizabeth Shoes little son yes just being creepy and as now, fuck and now this moment i was so fucking tense during this scene because we didn't talk about it on the other parts of the episode but the way that motherfucker looked at that kid so many times like when she was getting him out of the car oh he hated and, that baby yeah and he was like mm-hmm. i feel like you care about that baby more than you care about me and she's like we need boundaries yeah. okay the way he was looking at that kid as she was walking away when he shows up in that last episode holding it, I'm sitting here going, motherfucker's about to kill that baby. He is about to too. kill that baby. Oh, fuck. It's coming. And no, completely went the opposite way. Called that bitch out for lying to him one more time and fucking lasered her ass. <laughs> Put two holes in. Right in front of Butcher and then basically turns around and goes, what's your plan now, asshole? <laughs> and then takes him to, uh, to Becca... Yeah, because he, he blows up the house and yeah. then like wakes up in a fucking yard. And this is the only reason I watched season two. Motherfucker wakes up in the yard, sees Becca with a kid running out, and then Homelander goes, Hi, I'm your dad. And Butcher's just looking up going, What the fuck? Click. And that's End how of the episode. Yeah. And I'm like, Well, I have to know what happens next. <laughs> it's just so abrupt. <laughs> Like what the fuck? It just kind of ends with with uh, you thinking, "Hold up, wait a minute." <laughs> yeah, the end season one basically with the world now knows about Compound V. Hmm. Uh, Becca's alive. Where the fuck are they? Doesn't he, doesn't he kill like a terrorist in this in this season, or is that next season? Oh, we find out about the terrorists. Yeah, I think. yeah. That, 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 mm-hmm. What's his name? Uh, fuck. They gave him a fucking name too. Yeah, like a fireball or some shit. But yeah, the, yeah that's essentially up. what he does. Yeah, they actually paid that off in the second season. I forgot that. Yeah, he shows up for a second, looks over this, and goes, "Okay, I'm done," and just flies off again. That's all we see in season one. But yeah, season two, you find out when he goes. Someone had a cell phone out, and it did a little bit more than just catch the quote-unquote terrorists, supposedly yeah. even at the time, which even I think they even allude to in the episode that, like, he may have not even really been a terrorist. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then uh, A-Train gets his comeuppance at the end of this, doesn't he? Uh, kind of. Uh, so the B plot on that one was uh, a train uh, was just trying to. He found out that Huey was involved, so he was just trying to take down Huey and Starlight. He winds up having that heart attack and just kills over. Yeah, that, that's really is what this, that this led the, into. This is the Starlight A train fight too, right? Yeah, it, uh, it's when uh, he's running around real fast, but she's trying to use like the yeah. lights and everything. 
Yeah, and, and that was a pretty cool fight scene. It just felt like it got undercut kind of quick by A-Train having the heart attack. Yeah, but it's funny. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it was. He just, he and I up. thought it was also interesting. He was just like, uh, you killed my girl, you killed my girl. He's like, no, I didn't kill Popclaw. We did not kill her. And he was just like, I know, I know, but I have to blame you. It's just like, oh, fuck, you just can't get over yourself, if I was can Huey, you? If I was Huey, I would I would have just walked over to a Trey White's having a heart attack and just beat him to death. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, you killed my wife, you piece of shit. <laughs> All of you are going to die. <laughs> so none of you deserve to live. Like Huey, at some point, I would love to see Huey just take some compound V and just see what would happen. Yeah. Oh, God, I'd probably be terrified. He'd probably turn into a werewolf or some shit. <laughs> and, now, and now what I'm curious about is, so, Homelander, so, so let's think about this. Homelander put the baby back in the crib, mm-hmm. walked over to the girl, laser eyed her, and then Butcher hits the button. Did Butcher kill the kid, or did Homelander also grab the kid? We don't really find out, do we? I don't assuming, think we ever I'm, see I'm it assuming, in season two. I'm assuming the Homelander's going to use that against Butcher. Like, you killed mm. a baby, you piece of shit. Ooh, I wonder if that does get brought back up again. Because yeah. they never really crossed paths again in season two, aside from, you know, the usual bullshit that yeah. we'll get into. But no, when it comes down, they never really had, like, a face-to-face altercation again. They kind of just kept crossing paths and avoiding each other in season two. Yeah. But, ooh, that would be kind of interesting if I you ever like, used that one. I kind of like the idea of uh, Huey doing the compound V, too. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. I was kind of curious what would happen to an adult. Who's never had it? Well, then they tested that in season two. Well, no, those those people were all like they have they they were given compound V as children. It's just they they stole them away, kind of like mutants. No, mm. so so I thought because they because uh, they were given Homelander were, has a been exposition in season two because when. Uh, Spoilers for season two, if you haven't watched it yet, just turn the episode off by now. Uh, but when he was talking about it, he goes, um, yeah, trying to make soups uh, from humans is a lot more messier than I thought. That explains why they start them out as children, huh? huh? And so he even has that little line. So I think they're like getting people... And that's when uh, the hospital scene with all yeah. the cameras and shit. I think those were all just adults that were being injected with it. And that's why they were just like, can I not go home now? Mm-hmm. So it was like all new experience yeah. for them. Nah, it's, yeah, that, Huey, Huey with Compound V. What would be his powers? Let that be kind of the round out on this. If Huey took Compound V, what do you think his skill set would be? He would cry. <laughs> what, what and then get really angry. No, he'd cry and his tears are acid. <laughs> what, whatever happens. Very useless to Whatever happens, then he turns and becomes an asshole superhero with the power now, and then oh, they God. have to put him down. <laughs> oh, I, I think it'd be great if he was just to have a simple power mm. that Homelander would hate. <laughs> <laughs> like just like invulnerability, like he, like he he could punch him all day, and just Huey just stands there. Uh huh. Can't Sorry. do nothing to him. You can't he hurt him. Just, he just gets Deadpool powers where he's just like uh you can't, know. No, 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 doesn't take a fucking hit. Homelander hit him as hard as he can. Motherfucker doesn't even move. <laughs> it's like, give me your best shot. But yeah. then Homelander's like, you're still a pussy. And he's like, what are you going to do this for? <laughs> <laughs> but it, meanwhile, he can't, still can't fight or fly or anything yeah. like that. <laughs> but no, the boys, I... I should have definitely watched it sooner. Everyone was raving about it. Uh, Weekly Planet was going on about it when season one came out. A bunch of my friends were, and yeah, it just it took until like two years later for me to finally sit down and watch it. But hey, the benefit is we binge watched two seasons, and if COVID didn't fuck up shooting schedules, hopefully we'll have a new season this year. Yeah, yeah I like it. I'm I'm invested as much as I kind of hate it sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> But you know what? I think that's what sometimes makes a good series. You have to have a couple characters you genuinely hate, which but it's, means you're invested. But it's mo- and most it's good writing. But it's most of them. That's the thing. <laughs> <laughs> that's the problem. All of them are horrible. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> well, for this episode of the Couch Potatoes, I've been Alex. I've been Cap. And Morrison, do you have any final thoughts for us? Oh man, so much. If I was a superhero, I wouldn't be Homelander. Like, I'm sorry. I agree with the motherfucker way too much. Like, I know he's a piece of shit, but we're all going to be pieces of shit. If you told me you could drop a fucking aeroplane. Actually, real quick, in, in an arm wrestle, okay? Not other superpowers, arm wrestle. 
Who would win, Homelander or Spider-Man? Hmm. Homelander. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> no more